Hey y'all, welcome to Shades of Brown, the podcast that discusses the ever-evolving and sometimes contradicting thoughts of a Black millennial. I'm your host, Allie B, and instead of releasing part two of Jesus in Therapy this week, I've decided to take a break and talk all things Corona, because clearly that's all anyone wants to talk about right now. Last week, I tried to give y'all something else to listen to, something else besides Corona, but y'all made it very clear that coronavirus has your attention, so... Let's unpack it. So a lot of people have been talking about the quarantine 15 and how the devil is trying to use these quarantine snacks to come against all of our waistlines. But the blood of Jesus be against it, be against every plot of the enemy. I do not come into agreement with such blasphemy, okay? So instead, let's put a spin on the quarantine 15. Here are the 15 things I've learned in quarantine. Number one. I've learned how important it is to like the space you live in, to have a home that you enjoy going back to every day. I've learned that it's so important to have a peaceful home, a place that you rest easily, a place that you have made your sanctuary. I don't mind being home, though I don't prefer it. It hasn't really bothered me much because my home is my sanctuary. It's peaceful. It's quiet. It's clean. It smells great. I don't mind being here. It's bright. There's a lot of light. So it works for me. And I know that it would be very difficult for me to focus on working or focus on anything or even just simply keeping my sanity if my home was full of clutter or I had stuff laying around everywhere or I was a hoarder. I have found that making my home my sanctuary and making it a place where I feel comfortable dwelling it has made this quarantine time much easier. So I hope that going forward, if you have a space where you're not all the way comfortable, where you think things could be a little bit better, or you don't really enjoy going home, maybe think about how you have it set up. Maybe bring some more light in there or arrange things in a way that makes you most comfortable. Make it your safe space. Make it your haven. Make it your sanctuary. After this quarantine thing is over, invest in your space. Make it a place where you love being at. Number two, what we thought was essential clearly is not. So many, if not the majority of our comforts have been taken away from us. Sports, going to the movies, entertainment, concerts, dining out. These things that we've considered essential to our daily lives, they're not essential. Number three, the people who we treat as non-essential are very much essential. And of course, I'm speaking in general terms when I say we, clearly, but the people that we have not appreciated as much as we should have are the ones who are holding this country together right now. The gas station employees, the food delivery folks, our Uber Eats people, our DoorDash people, all delivery workers, whether it's post office workers, FedEx, UPS, these people are holding us together right now. The folks who stock shelves at your local grocery stores and the list goes on. So I hope this has helped us to see that we should, as a nation, be doing more to appreciate these quote unquote non-essential jobs and the folks who work them. And they should be getting paid way more than they are. Number four. Keeping household essentials stocked in your home is critical. I thank God that I did not have to go out and fight folks at Kroger to buy basic home essentials such as paper towel and tissue. I buy that stuff in bulk, so I usually just have it stacked. Um, and even other items such as like my laundry detergent and my bounce sheets and 
my laundry scent boosters, things like that, my face moisturizer, my eyebrow pencil that I use. That stuff I just have on an Amazon subscription so that it ships to me automatically and that I never have to go out and get it. And as of now, I'm going to do that for even more items so that it's just automated and I don't have to worry about it, that I'll, I'll just always have it. And as of now, I encourage y'all to do the same, to just put it on a subscription so that it gets shipped to you automatically so that you don't have to worry about going to the store and getting trampled by unreasonable people who are afraid for their lives and they think tissue is going to save them. Number five, socioeconomic class really doesn't matter. We are all the same right now, okay? Even if you have a bunch of money, you can't buy nothing. Ain't no supply. You can't go nowhere. Ain't nobody jet sitting right now. We all at home. And as I said earlier, the people who are most important to us right now are the drive-through workers, the cashiers. Thank God for the Chick-fil-A employees. My God. Number six, I have learned in quarantine that singleness ain't so bad. I have not put on makeup since March 15th and I feel fine about it. I've only gotten dressed for real for real one time since March 15th and I feel fine about it. I don't have anyone here to get cute for. I feel okay with that. <laughs> I feel so fine with that. No pressure to like take my hair out of a bun. As a matter of fact, no pressure to take my hair out of a bonnet. It's been great. For all the wives out there that are being considerate enough to still put on makeup for your husband, for your man, and get cute, and not only wear PJs through this quarantine, God bless you. I think that's a beautiful sacrifice. It's awesome. Get it, girl. But I'm actually enjoying the fact that I don't have to do that. This is pretty dope. And besides the cosmetic part, I've been reading social media and although a lot of y'all are joking, a lot of y'all married folks are joking, a lot of y'all parents are joking, I think some of y'all are serious about not liking y'all spouses and about not liking y'all kids. Y'all really going crazy with your kids and your spouse at home, trying to work from home with your spouse and your kids at home. I think some of y'all for real don't like your kids. <laughs> and I'm over here just like, well, it's just me, you know? I have no one to cook for. If I want to cook, I will. If I don't want to cook, I don't have to. It's just been, it's been really nice to just not have anyone besides myself to worry about right now. Like, you know what? This single thing is not so bad. It's also taught me though to add to my list <laughs> for my future spouse to make sure I like him enough to be quarantined with him for a month. Like to not just be able to tolerate him, but to like really, really like kicking it with him 24-7. That's going on my list. Are you quarantine worthy? Single people, add that to your list. Non-negotiable. You must be quarantine worthy, period. Number seven, black people take nothing seriously. We knew this, but this coronavirus has taken it to a whole other level. Like we don't take nothing seriously. I be trying not to laugh at some of these memes and videos, but man, why does everything have to be so funny? We be out here like, look, Nothing we ever face is going to be as bad as our history. So we cool. We going to make it. We are survivors. And we have always used comedy as a defense mechanism. It covers our pain. It covers our trauma. It covers our wounds. It's like a go-to. It's like things get bad. Oh, let's not dwell on that. Let's make jokes. <laughs> we special. We are really special. And <laughs> I say that with both meanings of the word. We special. Number eight. I have learned that being connected to people and or spiritual leaders who hear from God and have language for the future is so important. 
we can all be so worried and fearful on a constant basis because there's so much uncertainty. But I found that being connected to folks who are able to speak what God is saying or have already spoken about what God has said for this year or this season or this time, it has brought me so much peace because it shows me, well, clearly God is not a man that he should lie. So I can hold on to those things. I can hold on to what he has said about this year, about this season, about this time. So I encourage us all to one, increase our prayer life so that we are hearing from God about what's happening and what's going on, but also to be connected to voices who can speak to your fears and assure you that things going to be all right. Number nine, we are all learning how important it is to adapt and adjust or we will get left behind. We are seeing it in every industry, in every aspect of our country right now. Churches, restaurants, the movie industry, etc., etc. Churches are having services online. They're live streaming. And if churches weren't already set up for this before now, they may struggle during this time. Restaurants, the restaurants who have not already had delivery services in place and who were not able to quickly implement those types of services, I, I don't know. The movie industry, I believe they have quickly adapted and adjusted and they are beginning to release new movies digitally, which is great. And it just reminds us like we've got to be we got to be flexible and fluid. And that is such an important lesson. It reminds me to be cognizant of trends and how the culture is moving and things of that nature to be mindful and to be future focused. Number 10. Black people are willing to accept Trump for the right amount of money. We have dogged this man since the second he decided to run for office. I mean, we do not like that orange man. But that dude start talking about freezing student loan payments. That dude start talking about financial relief and start talking about sending checks. Let me tell you how quick the folks switched up. People out here like, leave my president alone. <laughs> and I'm like... Listen, just like the man of God, T.I. said, if it ain't about the money, you can miss me with it. And the orange man has said, hey, black people, I can send you a jet. And the people are like, okay, we, we got you. We got you. We, I'm not sure if you invited to the cookout yet, but you on the waiting list. Number 11, the American people love to hate socialism until they are the ones who need help. It is laughable. The hypocrisy is laughable. Y'all cool with the bailouts now because you need it, huh? So many people have that, if you ain't got it, sucks for you mentality. But now that all of these different industries need help, it's like, you know what? Thank you for that relief. I appreciate it. I appreciate you bailing me out. Now it's cool. It's laughable. But I ain't gonna get too political, so let me move on. Number 12. This quarantine has taught me and this nation and hopefully the world, that internet is a necessity, not a luxury. We should all have access to the internet. At this point, it's a basic human need and it should be treated as such, just like power, just like water. We all need it. Number 13, I have learned that it is very important to have an emergency plan in place for you and your family. Whatever that looks like, whether that's having an emergency kit in your car and your home ready to go, whether that means having a plan to have backup food and backup shelter and uh, cash on hand, power source, uh, you know, communication devices, radios, whatever. For me, I am a conspiracy theorist. So my mind has been all over the place trying to figure things out and trying to look beyond what's really going on. And I have been like low key freaking out like y'all, y'all, something about to happen. We need to be prepared. Okay. Because when things go left, we need to be ready to go at any given moment. 
Okay. And maybe I'm reaching, you know, maybe, maybe I'm doing the most, maybe I'm overreacting. But this time has reminded me though, that you just need an emergency plan, whatever that looks like for you. Have one in place, have a bag packed, ready to go. Keep a full tank of gas in your car. Keep your phone charged at all times. Just be ready. This quarantine is teaching me to stay ready, to just be ready and stay ready. Number 14, this quarantine has taught me that people be nasty. Like I knew that, but coronavirus has shown me a whole other level of nastiness. The fact that people have just learned how important it is to wash your hands on a regular basis, to wash your hands every time you go to the bathroom. The fact that people are running to grab hand sanitizer thinking it's gonna wash away their sins. The fact that people are going to stock up on hand sanitizer even though you're gonna be at home. Why do you need sanitizer at home? You have soap and water. Sanitizer is not a replacement for soap and water. Hand sanitizer is an alternative when you are in situations where you cannot conveniently or quickly get to soap and water. But when you got a sink and some soap and water, just wash your nasty hands. Now it makes sense as to why some people don't be washing their chicken. Because they don't even wash their hands. And some folks ain't even washing their legs. Like, now it makes sense. Okay, no wonder you don't wash your legs and your chicken. Because you don't wash your hands either. Like, who child? People be nasty. And lastly, number 15. Greatness is born out of adversity. The GM of my company placed this quote in one of his daily coronavirus updates. And I was like, you know what? That's such a good lesson. That's such a good takeaway. Such a good reminder for us to be encouraged and motivated during this time to be creative and to be innovative and to find problems to solve and to be solution oriented. This Corona thing is going to be a game changer for how we do things going forward. Necessity breeds invention. Tap into your creativity because you may have a million dollar idea inside of your brain. And this may be the time. So many of the greatest things we have now are because at one time there was a necessity which led to a creation of something that we now love. For example, since we're talking about the quarantine 15, think about soul food, a type of food that we all love, that in my personal opinion is the best food on the planet. It was created because of a need, because they had to figure out how to eat. They had to figure out something. So they took scraps and they made something beautiful, something that we still love today. So yeah, like tap in. Greatness is born out of adversity. This is my quarantine 15. Not that other quarantine 15 because those snacks will not get the best of me. Okay, so let's talk about your quarantine routine. Do you have one? I'm trying to create one. This first week I was kind of just figuring things out as I went, but I've got to get a routine immediately. And I encourage you to create a routine that works for you and to stick to it. If you're working from home, maybe you set up a spot and get dressed. For me, that's been looking like fresh PJs every day instead of the same PJs every day. That's been my work outfit. New PJs, new fresh PJs daily. I also encourage everyone to schedule your meals around the same time you usually eat during the day. Light some candles in your home and burn some incense every day for aromatherapy and Try to get outside every day, get some vitamin D, get some sunlight. This will help prevent depression and talk to some humans while you're outside. You know, this will help with your social connections, stuff like that. Um, I did see an article about the governor of New York who said that he'll be addressing mental needs in New York. And he actually tweeted this. Mental health is a vital part of public health. We're asking psychologists and therapists to pitch in and volunteer their services to help with New York's coronavirus response. Stress and anxiety are very real. I think that's so dope. He also went on to say, we talk about the economic consequences, but we also need to talk about the social consequences. 
The stress, the anxiety, the emotions that are provoked by this crisis are truly significant and people are struggling with the emotions as much as they are struggling with the economics. I think that is a dope representation of leadership, of addressing and speaking to the entirety of humans, of all of our needs. So yeah, get outside, get some vitamin D, talk to people while you're outside, just be six feet away and stuff. And then, you know, keep your uh, keep social interaction going virtually. Skype your people, FaceTime your people, Zoom your people. Do all the things to keep social connection going. So just make sure to create a routine that works for you and try your best to stick to it during these times. And this leads me to speak to something I think needs to be addressed regarding isolation versus solitude. I found this quote by Henry Cloud that says this. There is a difference between solitude and isolation. One is connected and one isn't. Solitude replenishes, isolation diminishes. So I encourage everyone to be very intentional about how you're using this quarantine time and to not become isolated and to not become withdrawn because that leads to other negative effects. And we don't wanna do that. Let's, let's be intentional about using this time to reset and to become rejuvenated and to just be intentional. All right, y'all, that's all I got. Instead of brownie points, I'm going to do a replacement segment called Corona Kindness. This is the perfect time to show compassion and empathy and love and kindness. So I am challenging every one of us to go out of our way to find reasons to be kind. There are so many ways you can do that, even from your home. Find a small business to support. Small businesses are, I'm sure, panicking right now, are cleaners, our daycares, our nail shops, our go-to restaurants. So many of our small businesses right now are faced with a not so amazing reality and they may not make it through this if this quarantine lasts longer, if there is a national lockdown or the things don't get better really, really soon. So find a small business and maybe buy a gift card from them that you can give to someone or use once things are better. Order takeout and get some delivery from your favorite small restaurant. Instead of going to the larger chains, find the mom and pop restaurant that will deliver or that you can get some takeout from or even donate to them. There are a lot of different ways we can be kind. Thank the people who are serving you right now. Your delivery folks, your the drive through workers, the stockers, you see them stocking shelves at the grocery store. Thank them. The medical professionals that are risking their own safety right now. Thank them, public servants, whomever, thank them, especially for the ones who expect tips. Tip them exceptionally well right now. Go above and beyond your norm and be patient with the people and share your resources. If you know your neighbors, maybe check on them and ask them if they need anything. There are tons of ways um, we can be kind right now. I saw a post going around about um, this lady who works at a senior living community and because they're shut down, they can't get visitors right now. So they're not seeing their family and their friends. So this lady asked some kids to like write letters to the residents, to the senior residents. And I'm like, that's so sweet. Let's be creative in our kindness, the Corona kindness. All right, y'all, that's today's episode. I hope y'all making it. I hope y'all have everything y'all need. Um, try to find all the silver lining right now. Try to find all the good out of this right now. Try your best to keep your spirits uplifted. Do all you can to keep your sanity. Until next time. Bye, y'all.